Well, hello there, everybody out there in Music Video Land, and welcome to another episode of the Music Video Land podcast. This week in music videos brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the Internet Music Video Day Database, uh, it's, which is a site which collects music video information. My name is Adam, and with me, as usual, uh, the special boy, uh, handsome, handsome New York boy from Manhattan, New York, is uh, Doug Klinger. Doug, how are you? Do it super good, Adam. Oh damn! Oh damn! Oh damn! Who? Oh damn! That's uh, that's kind of like uh, it's like my personal mantra. <laughs> you just constantly are saying that. Yeah, like somebody yeah. says, like, what's your what's your your motto, your mantra that like that you repeat to yourself over and over that has a lot of meaning to you. And mine's oh damn, oh damn, oh damn. Nice. Um, Nice. Just throughout my day when I'm just looking at something happening in front of me or, or just like the state of my life, uh, that's that's kind of what comes out. Do you so. do an SMH when you do it? Do you shake your head? Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Just vigorously from side to side. Um, oh, vigorously, huh? I wonder if, vigor, if, you can, if vigorously is still SMH. Because I always envision SMH being kind of just like a, a, a subtle no. If you're, if you're doing it with vigor. I do, I do an SMH V, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and cool. speaking of vigor, uh, with us as usual from north of the wall in Ontario, Canada, is Mr. Adam Alexander, Fringe Music Effect. Adam, how are you? Well, Adam, I've had better days. You ever wake up in the morning, Adam, and, and pour yourself a big cup of coffee and just think to yourself that life is just a sick joke? Uh, Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> Adam, in all the year, in all you know, in the years that we've been doing this, and I've been asking people how they're doing, I've never gotten anything other than a than a good. So I'm glad. I'm first of all, I'm glad you're being honest. Oh my god! Um, and second of all, yes, yes, I have I have felt that, but uh, but uh, with a slight difference. I, I drink coffee at work, and we have very small cups of coffee because they're we make them with an espresso machine. So I pour myself a small cup of coffee, and then and think about how life is an endless cycle of pain. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of endless, but endless cycles of pain, right? Speaking of endless cycles of pain and depression, <laughs> this is a music video where, or, sorry, a podcast where we talk about music videos, which can deal with endless cycles of pain and 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 uh, yeah, depending and, on what videos come out. That's true. Yeah, um, I mean, you put. To, I think my own personal hell would be a uh, like a, a room that I had to live in for the rest of my life that only played found footage music videos <laughs> uh, without the music without, yeah I didn't even get the music I just got <laughs> yeah, the found so you're footage. just watching like clips of shit like you just just random shit black and, uh, yeah, yeah black and white uh, clips of you know trains yeah. going through right. mountaintops and stuff like that and then like a an to add, like if you were really bad an additional layer is they take all of that footage and then they put it into one of those cameras that edits footage for you it just like picks the best moments and edits <laughs> that footage and it, it feeds that in so just any context that was there it just gets obliterated uh, even better is that a thing i've never even seen that's a thing yeah they have well so they have um Software that does it. I think uh, Colin Tilly like invested in an app that 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 did that. Um, but they also have action cameras and, and even cameras you just like leave leave in a place um, that will just kind of like sense um, like a lot of movement or like sound waves or anything. Like it's got di- different things built in that it senses as like action or important moments, and it will use those and edit them together for you. 
Well, so speaking of apps and, and things that do that, it's funny because I was on the top charts of the um, iOS app store the other day, and on the free charts, I'd seen this app before, but I was kind of surprised that it was so high up because, you know, a lot of the, the high apps are things you'd recognize, like in the, in the free section, like Snapchat right. and um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of shit. Um, but number 23, and it's been there because I've checked periodically for quite a while, is Musical.ly. Musical.ly, it says your music video community. Hmm. Um, have you guys tried I've this app? I, no. I've seen this before. So, uh, yeah. Tell us about it. Well, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'm somewhat familiar. Adam Fairhome, tell us about it. So it's 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 an app where it's not it's, it, you don't watch music videos. Um, basically, you 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 shoot your own videos, and it has like um, different music, like licensed music right. and songs and effects and stuff like that that you can put o- put over them. So you can shoot little fifteen second clips. Oh yeah, so it's basically the third party app that people use to put music in their Instagram and Vines. Yeah. Right, I, I, I think it's, I think I've seen the timestamps. Yeah, I, now, that I, now that I know, yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like before, it, before Vine allowed you to just import your iTunes, um, you know, folks would use a lot of third-party apps, mm-hmm. and so I, I have a feeling that's probably what most of those downloads are, are the result of. But also in the, um, I, I guess part of it, of course, is you know you don't get to choose, you know, out a list of thousands of stuff you know it's sort of like hey here's cool stuff for you to use and obviously that's that's placement um so yeah I, I, i've always been kind of a little confused as why they call it a music video community i guess it, i i wonder if that term is becoming a little bit more fluid now because they're not music videos you're kind of you're you're you know for, for if a music video is a commercial for a song you're kind of making little commercials for songs even if they're little 15 second clips they're still kind of music videos right well yeah so i think i think there's a comma missing it's like it's a, a music comma video community right. like it's a list of things um but also yeah like um, video like artists all the time benefit from their 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 songs being used benefit in some way maybe not in with money but exposure Bauer and the Harlem Shake thing or um uh you know that watch me whip song or, or whatever <laughs> like just like whatever reason why like if your song gets used in a thing um that even if it isn't a music video you get some kind of benefit from that I don't know if it's uh necessarily like it's not attention or anything you have control of, though. So Bauer, Harlem Shake, like, that's not really probably what he was after for that song and for the kind of response to it. He didn't really get any direct recognition for it. Um, it, it just became a meme. And so uh, I don't know how much, like, it definitely benefits artists to have that promoted spot because that's really making people know who you are and, and you having some control over the context in which they get it. But if you see like a six second vine and it's like some dude falling or some like some guy at a barbecue, like lighting his beard (laughs) on fire or like some shit. And it like becomes synonymous with your mute, like with the song that you made. That's not, that's not necessarily like you just become the like burning beard song or like the falling dad song. Like you don't really, (laughs) Get associated with it doesn't really benefit you the way that having a, an actual viral music video uh, shouldn't and would. 
in another way, there you know there are the viral videos, but I think something like an app like Musically might be going for is you know you're making these clips and maybe only your friends are going to see them, like like a lot of people's Instagram accounts, like mine for instance. The only people who look at my Instagram account are people I know. Um, so if you're using you know you're picking one of these clips or whatever. Uh, then you know. Th- then th- there's a little bit more meaning to it than if it's just some sort of like the. Uh, remember the, the peanut butter kid on Vine. The peanut butter baby. Pe- peanut butter baby. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think Vine and such. I think those really decontextualize um, the, the it from the song. Like I right. think um, you know it, this is not a great example because it's a Kanye West song. But like the little portion of um, from. Um, What's the third song on the album called? Uh, or maybe the second one. Anyway, the part where Future says, if, if Young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. And then the beat <laughs> drops. Um, that's become like a crazy meme on Vine. Yeah. And, you know, like people use that and, and cut it in with all sorts of weird shit. You know that weird like robot that like robot thing that kind of can walk around and like <laughs> yeah. there's all those videos like dudes like kick, <laughs> kicking it over and shit. Uh, you know, that shit like cut in and like people playing chess and like when the guy like wins like tr- at the drop, like I don't know, all sorts of vines have used that song and I think it completely pulls it away from Life of Pablo or anything like that. Like, maybe not so much in the sense of Kanye West because um, he's Kanye West. He's, you know, one of the most kind of recognizable artists there is. But if you're some new up-and-coming artist and your song, you know, the first time people hear from you are, like, behind video of some fucking robot being kicked over (laughs) by a guy in blue jeans, like, that's not going to really do anything for your career. Uh, What is the... um, uh Oh, hold on. I had a thought. I'm going to cut this out. Me th- trying to think of this, but I just had something in my head and it just escaped. Fuck. Um, Does it have yeah. something to do with blue jeans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was had something to do with... Uh... Oh, so... <laughs> but then again, I think that, you know, as, you know, music videos evolve and these other platforms of, you know, distribution evolve, I think people are kind of seeing that kind of thing, you know, however stupid and fleeting it is. Um you know, Vine distribution to be a viable way to promote a video. So I'm thinking of, uh, and maybe it's only if you're like already immersed in the platform. So uh, Jerry Perp drank, um, who, as you may know, is a Vine star. I think he might be one of the the biggest Vine stars in terms of just like sheer numbers of followers. But well, he definitely does vines with the biggest Vine stars. Right. You know, like they collaborate and feed off each other's audiences and such. And uh, I think when they when the Vine stars went to the White House, I think Jerry Perp drank was in that group, mm-hmm, maybe yeah, uh, with Michelle Obama. And so he released a rap song, and he kind of couched it like it was you know like he wasn't really going to become a rapper, um, but he was just really seeing rap song because he felt like making rap song. I, I don't know that I believe that at all. But mm-hmm. he but like the the way he kind of promoted it was like, hey, everybody make like. You know, make a vine with this song in it, like a piece yeah. of the song in it, and I mean, that's that's a that's a I know at least a six second 
part of the song. Yeah. Um, because I've seen so many of his fucking revines of it of people. Yeah, but he but it's able to feed to something directly in app at least. Like at the very least, all of those people also tagged Jerry Perp Drink and and whatever. And something some of that can feed back into his vine as well. So in app stuff, it make it that if you have if you can get a connection in app, that that makes sense. Uh the one thing the one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, uh, that has come out of people trying to promote their music on Vine is um, there's like, uh, you know, women women twerking and men twerking, twerking in general, Hmm. Uh, can be popular on Vine if if you are good at it or so there's something interesting about you. You can become popular for your ability to twerk or or do other sorts of dance dance moves um, on Vine and and lots of. Da- I, I feel like the whip and Nene would not be what they are today if not for what happened to them on Vine. Um, but there's there's this like lady who uh, is very popular for twerking and like in the description of all of her videos now uh it'll say like want me to twerk to your single email me at this (laughs) email me at this thing at this email address and like uh maybe it was in their her bio or something but like people are making a business out of the fact that like oh people people like to watch me twerk i will you know (laughs) give me give me two hundred dollars and i'll do it i'll do it to your new single and blow your shit up and so uh you know what a time to be alive. What a time! I'm, I'm keeping that business venture in my back pocket. If yeah, I right. Need exactly. some extra cash. Yeah, I gotta learn to twerk though. Yeah, right. Well, for make videos of yourself learning too, because you know <laughs> that could work. It's all about growth. It's funny that no, I don't think any of these ways. I mean, there has to be some sort of proliferation of this because you know everything is so segmented and and you know marketers of you know let's face it, songs are marketed. Uh, marketers, you know, are going for ever more niche segments of the population, whether it's segmented on age or race or, 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 or you know, location or something like that. So this, all this kind of makes sense. And I think it all kind of generally ties into music videos. And, you know, I guess one interesting question is, are we seeing that affect music videos in, in general um, in terms of, uh, the output of 2016 so far. So we're we're in in March. We've seen end of March. So we've seen three kind of full full months of music videos. And and you know I've, I've heard you know several people express, express the sentiment that you know. Uh, this has kind of been a little bit of a, a dull year so far for music videos. Well, and so you know if uh, it's not like. Year after year, labels are like, okay, there are 10 more places for us to put our music and, and songs uh, this month than there were last month. You know, every, every, every day, there's, it seems like there's a new place, a new Vine or Musical.ly or something where you have to pay money uh, to get your song promoted there. Um, and it's not like the budget is growing for these types of things. So you have to move it from one place to another. So if you suddenly got to, every time you have a new single, you have to, you know, pay, you know, twerk princess on vine, 500 bucks to twerk to it. Uh, and that has to like, that feeds off your budget. And so suddenly that's like 500 extra, like 500 less bucks that you got to spend on a music video. And if you multiply that by all the platforms and all the different places and all the different types of videos, um, you know, because uh, now you have to like have a 15 second version of your music video to promote on Instagram and, and all, you know, behind the scenes videos that come out through the 
Vivo account of the artist is part of the, you know, that that's part of the budget. And, you know, there's all sorts of different places for, for money to be spent to promote artists now, not just music videos. And so it's going to, it's going to tap into that. And, you know, we, we, we potentially could be seeing some result of that, but, uh, you know, I think there's still some great videos, um, being made, you know, it's just the high profile stuff that just feels so, so massive that we felt like we started to see a couple of years ago, um, seems to have kind of tapered off, but I think there's still, still great things being made. Um, I think we have four, four great videos on our list this week. That's yeah, right. That's a good one. And we're going to talk about them. Uh, it, just so which one yeah. last, last point on that. Um, I, you know, Doug, do you remember the, when I did the talk at, uh, uh, the Sprockets Music Video Fest a few years ago. I do. Shout um, outs to Danielle. Shout outs to Danielle, the whole Sprockets crew in Athens, yeah. Georgia, and every one of you. I did. I did a little, uh, just a, you know, just a, a talk about music videos and and the history of them, you know, past in in the internet era. And one of the things that sort of sticks with me that I that I talked about was the the three corner nature of music videos so that yeah, that makes them a unique piece of art so they're commercials they're film um and they are music so every time i kind of evaluate what's going on with music videos and the industry as a whole kind of go back to that model because i think it, it it uh speaks to a lot of the different forces that pull on it and, and, you know, what eventually happens in the music video industry, I think is, is you have to look at all those three pieces separately. Uh, and you know, when I see something like musically or, uh, you know, music being promoted on vine or other smaller niche communities, when people who are, you know, marketing music are going to ever smaller and more niche segments of the population and finding where they are, you know, consuming content, maybe that's not on YouTube, uh, then you definitely, you know, keep the commercial aspect of it. You definitely keep the music aspect of it. Um, but the aspect that I kind of worry about in a sense is the film aspect. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what, you know, we love the music, obviously, obviously we know there's a commercial aspect to it. But also, I think the part that a lot of people who are really into music videos, like we are, uh, we heavily favor and love the, the film. The film part of it, the directors. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's, that's why we, you know, <laughs> you know, maintain the music video database because we love the, the film portion of it. Right. So when I see you know three months or whatever go by and in 2016 without a marquee piece of. Uh, music video art that kind of buoys everything that worries me a little bit but i know we're still pretty early in the year so i just think in going forward the the key metric that i'm looking for is you know the the other two parts are gonna be fine the commercial music part are gonna be fine um i think a lot of people you know need to 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 work to keep the film part up Mm mm-hmm and the, and the thing is, you know, we talk about some of the great music videos we've got um, this week. Some of them are by people who, if if we're not getting music videos from these folks, who are we going to get them from? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah, we've, you know, we've got a Hero Mirai video on the list this week, so we know it's going to be great. Um, but, like, Hero Mirai's not going to make music videos forever. And, and the new bunch of, there was, like, a time when kind of Hero and... Daniels and a lot of like 
the music video directors that we kind of see as the folks that we lean on for the great stuff to like make sure a year is strong while well, these guys made videos. The year where those folks were emerging, it seemed like it was a new turn for music videos. And um, in order for it to really be a new turn, there needs to be kind of some stuff that follows that um, made by some other folks. And we're, we're getting it, but it, it, um, it, it feels like not nearly at the rate that we were, mm-hmm. you know, a few years back. Yeah, I was actually just thinking the other day, funny that you you mentioned it, the, you know, and I hate to be like, oh, everything was better a few years ago, but like, the, well, just no, but thinking we're, of 2000. We're, mad, we're looking at it in, in the terms of like, there's all, like, things are happening, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we're, we're seeing things and, and then trying to see what the results of that are, and we're also seeing this other stuff, and it seems like we can connect those two things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be interesting to try to assemble a list of current emerging directors because it does seem like a little bit of a lull. There's not like a clear, clear list of of super newcomers right now. There's a few, and there, there's and, some, you know, there's and I don't some. think it's it's not worth it to like get into a thing where we're just kind of like trying to list folks or anything like no. that. But you know, um, it definitely seems like people get there's like a two, three-year period, maybe four if we're lucky, where a really great filmmaker can tolerate the business side of music videos um, because it is, a, it is a format that allows you to really, really experiment, but at the same time have lots of people still look at your experiments and do you know, interesting, unique things with no real rules and like no real rules from the filmmaking side. You're going to get rules from the music and the commercial element, but like the filmmaking portion of it is kind of all on on you and as you grow as a filmmaker you're gonna to have to give up some of that stuff so directors love to make music videos a lot of the times but I feel like you can only tolerate the business portion of it for so long after you know after four years of um, kind of putting up with what ends up being some struggles in this industry too and, and feeling kind of beat down from that stuff they kind of move on to other things too and uh, you know we're, we're there are, are some folks filling in behind, but it feels like right now we're we're losing a few more than we're getting, and um, and it's not. It's, I don't think it's on the directors that uh, like it's not like oh, there's not a lot of talent in in filmmaking right now. Uh, I'm I'm wondering if it's just the opportunity to do really great stuff in music videos is kind of evaporating for for some reason, and uh, you know maybe it's because people gotta gotta pay twerkers to to dance to their song too and work that into the budget somehow. I mean, you got to get those twerkers in there. Yeah, really. It's very important. Um, And I think that's maybe. Would would you be be surprised just to just to tie that twerking point up? uh, (laughs) Would you be surprised if like you found out that any time there's ever been a like a meme that associates with music on the Internet, that that's that that was like a, a. a brand doing that, like the whip and the nene. The whip and the nene blew up on Vine because the label behind the whip and the nene song, like, paid Jerry Perp Drink to do it. Would you be really shocked about that? Absolutely not. I don't, I don't know, no. Adam. Do you feel the same way? 
Yeah, that wouldn't be that surprising. No, it's every single one that like tomorrow you find out it's like, oh yeah, they gave Curtis Lepore like ten thousand dollars <laughs> in a DiGiorno, well, and he was like, oh shit, ten grand in a DiGiorno. Like I will definitely do this whip and Nene tomorrow, and then three weeks later, you know, they're doing it on the Ellen Show. Well, that that kind of goes into my my main criticism of Vine right now. Like the Vine is a great place to go see really shitty low budget ads, um, <laughs> and it, it's it's like five ads. You know, it just the people who are you just gotta make, know, you gotta know where to look. People who make good stuff on Vine make the worst fucking ads. I don't. I have. I cannot imagine being like a, an executive at like Coca Cola or whatever who pay for Vine ads. Yeah, made by well, these the thing stars. is, that, the thing is, they work. Like every time a, a shitty Vine star makes an a DiGiorno ad or a, or a fucking you know a Chrysler ad, like. It gets a hundred, you know, it gets a, a million loops. It gets on the popular page. Yeah. Like, it's high fives all around. Like, who knows what, like, the, right now, nobody knows what it means to be successful on Vine. Like, it's not really clear. Right. And so, they get, like, folks, people take advantage of that stuff. And if anybody, it, so there's a great episode of one of my favorite podcasts called Reply All, number 56, called Zardulu, which is... An amazing episode about somebody who calls himself Zardulu, who is apparently uh, a mysterious person who was behind f- the fabrication of the famous pizza rat meme. Um, by, is that a fabrication? Apparently, that is a fabrication that is a trained rat. Um, oh, and it's it's very interesting because nobody knows who this person is or why they're they, and it's it's it kind of goes down the rabbit hole of like what is you know what in terms of a of a, a viral video like that is real and what is not. Well, it's really funny that like a trained rat, like the best they can do is just like <laughs> what a what a rat does, but on command. Like you can't train a rat to like ride a bicycle or wear a hat or anything like that. It's like oh, I can train a rat to eat food. It's yeah. like oh, I, I train this rat. Look, check it out. It's fucking. I put this pizza out there, and now it's fucking eating the pizza. Took a long time to get uh, this rat to like this pizza. I, yeah. call, I, I call myself Zardulu because I can do this. <laughs> what a time! Oh my god. Uh, so, speaking of these music videos uh, that we've been talking about, uh, should we talk about them? I mean, yeah. I know it's a kind of a. Yeah. Uh, I know it's kind of like a a dangerous idea to talk about music videos on a podcast. Yeah, no, it is kind of rough. Um, uh, so yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. And since we already kind of l- talked a little bit about the hero video. Yeah. Let's talk about this hero Mariah video. Um, because man, hero seems to be busy this year. Uh, yeah, I, I think I saw him tweeting that. I think that I saw him tweeting that this was just like a stretch of videos. And now he seems, he's, he seems to do them in kind of in like batches. Yeah. And I also think a lot of these were made months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. If not all. It's not all of them. Because we had the Take It There by Massive Attack video a few months ago, then just not that long ago, the Day Ones by Bauer. And now we have a video by Michael Kowanaka. I hope I got that pronunciation right. Um, And it is called Black Man in a White World. And... This is so it's not a nighttime video for any Hero Mariah enthusiast. We all know uh, Hero's penchant for nighttime videos. Um, it actually takes place in a community uh, outside of Los Angeles called, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this, Pacoima, Pacomia, I believe. Um, and it's, it's outside of Los Angeles. You can actually see LA in the background. It's a black and white video. 
and uh, we kind of pull in on this uh, kid dancing. It's obviously like modern day LA, but uh, this kid's kind of dressed as like a I don't know. Did you guys kind of read this? This clothing is kind of like nineteen fifties newsboy ish. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, he's got the over oh, it like uh, suspenders and stuff. He doesn't have suspenders, but he's got like uh, one of those kind of news, newsy hats on, and he's got like he looks min- like he would be. He he looks like suspenders would fit right in. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and he looks like not of this time, you know, like not of the era. Um, yeah. And he's dancing uh, next to the street corner, no cars, and then this uh, cop car hits another car. And yeah. after that is one of like the most striking shots I think I've seen in a music video in a long time. Um, it's you. This, this kid is dancing, and as as he's dancing very close to the camera, you realize he's being lifted up as well. And it's not like mm-hmm. not like the Bjork uh, video where she's lifted up on the city street, and you can tell immediately. Um, it's it's incredibly smoothly done and uh yeah if you if you look at the doomsday instagram account uh it'll show how they how they achieved it steady cam by ari robbins uh video shot by larkin um so you know same kind of hero crew behind the images here um but if you look in the doomsday instagram account we'll link to it in, in the show notes you can see both how they achieved the car wreck scene and how they achieve the um kind of lifting up and, and basically what they're doing is they just got a platform that they're they're raising and Ari is just kind of working around this kid as he's dancing and there is barely enough room for both of them and both of them are focused on the task at hand which is either dancing or you know carrying a massive camera uh in <laughs> circles uh and they're like right on the edge of this like getting real close to the edge on this platform as it's just kind of being suspended by like four different pulleys on each corner like none of them at the same rate and it's just like it's just so rickety and like not rickety like it looks like it's going to break but just uneven and uh really like really frightening and uh um and then also a an actual car wreck or car crash um uh happened on set as well which is pretty intense you know you you don't realize uh, as a movie watcher how difficult really any kind of physical contact is to make look real uh, you know, even like stage fighting, but like the amount of danger that's involved with having a staged car crash on a set is significant, uh, particularly for a music video. Uh, it's very unusual. And the fact that they actually did it is, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty remarkable actually. And so the point that, uh, the point at which, uh, sort of, I guess, to me, they've reached the top of the, or as far as the platform is going to go, and then the camera starts to sort of rotate upside down, uh, like the sense of disorientation that that gave me was like just really something unique. Like I haven't really felt just that sense of space. Um, right before we start to see him sort of falling back towards the ground, I'm assuming that's kind of the, the idea there, but just that, that sense of space when that camera started to flip was so cool. It reminded me, it's, it was, it's such a hero moment. I feel like it reminded me a lot of the, um, which of the what's the childish three thousand and five I think okay. when they're on the the, the roller uh, coaster uh, uh, merry go round one more time 
Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Okay, yeah. I would yeah, like yeah. to see one where they're on the merry-go-round. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just like it's just Donald Glover like upset because his horse is broken. He's like, I'm on the broken one. I I hate amusement park rides, so that's probably yeah. Why and it's and instead of the bear. Instead of the bear like breaking down uh, every time the camera turns, it's just like the bear is not on the merry-go-round. So it's just every, every time you pass by, kind of like your parents, the bear is just broken down a little bit more. Uh, Hero, if you're listening, sequel. That that's a free that's a free music video idea. For free me. idea, right? Free idea. Just credit us in the thank yous. So I looked up this this doomsday Instagram post. It's it's pretty it's it's funny because when you watch this video you you know you think kind of you go your mind goes back to the bjork thing and like oh it's out there on a crane or something um but it really is like a it's like a 15 foot by 15 foot platform that's being raised yeah. up and it's funny it's that not, uh, the Ken, it's not like the kendrick lamar all right video either yeah. where that like he's really suspended i mean that shit is really dangerous too and you've got fucking kendrick lamar you've got hip-hop hanging on a fucking like hanging on you know the the future of hip-hop suspended above los angeles but that still seemed a lot more significant of like a personal rig it's just them on this platform and uh, it's funny, Ari Robbins does have, like, a chain attached to his neck, so he, he must have been, like, rigged to this platform at some in some way. Um, so, yeah. He's just wrapped around his neck. Like, yeah, if you fall, <laughs> if you, fall you, you, won't, you won't hit the ground, but you will die. You can just suffocate. Like, uh, it'll be great. Uh, it's, speaking of Doomsday, Doomsday, a, a music video production company who has i've kind of been killing it for years uh they have opened a nashville office uh which well, is very exciting uh nashville gonna, tennessee you go visit uh nashville's still kind of a bit of a haul but you know what you know, how much of a haul not not too much for the fair homes and their dogs uh for like five or six hours i think yeah you, you knock that out no problem yeah, not absolutely. even no, not even a bathroom break for that one i yeah i, I drove uh three hours to ikea on last friday so <laughs> there we go for, for a new, this is for a new cabinet right for the bathroom yeah for my for, uh, bathroom. for my i will I would like you to pronounce the name of your cabinet, please. <laughs> it's actually, well, the name of the cabinet is just like the Hemnes, but the faucet that I got is called the Gronkster. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a, you know, home renovation uh, maven at the moment. So I, uh, I removed a, a, a bathroom sink and vanity that had been in our bathroom for 50 years exactly since 1966 wow. so um I, this this is uh, if you want more information you should check out my home renovation podcast uh called gronkster um it's on and iTunes. if you and if you want a, if you want a, we're talking about vines if you want a, a great vine that jo- <laughs> that jo- that jokes about the names of ikea products um uh demi who po- hosts that show the uh, Gilmore guys, the Gilmore guys. What's that guy's name? Oh, Demi. I don't know, but I've heard that. It's a good show. Um, uh, he's got a great one. We'll link to it in the show notes. I can't remember what his Vine name is. It's like Electro something. You're or... putting me on the hook for a lot of a lot of weird stuff in the show. Notes. <laughs> Whatever. You're not going to put any of this. I'm putting stuff in there, so... Vine about uh, Vine about IKEA products. Okay. Hold on, Demi Vine IKEA products. Not oh, yet. there it is. I no, can't. not even close. <laughs> and, and Doomsday Instagram, I've got in there, and I've got Grunkster as a possible show title. So I do take notes, yep. and I do I do pay attention, you guys. Um, so overall, you take, them, 
You take them on your arm, though, which is why you're complaining about there being too many. That's right, yeah. I'm, I'm running out of arm space, guys. I have tiny arms. Uh, so the this video, I thought, so this gave me a little bit of a um, Vince Staples Senorita uh, uh, flair to it, which, you know, like uh, neighborhood, black and white, some kind of real social shit going down. And, I mean, not that it, there it's was a lot, It's much more... It's much more subtle. Uh, oh yeah, your... for, for sure. Yeah, and there's there there, but there still is. There's that great hero element of hero. I think better than anybody mixes the, just like realism, but not necessarily like over the top gritty realism with um, like elements that are completely unnatural, but don't feel like it's any sort of like fantasy scenario. Um, you kind of so ease in. You kind of ease into this stuff that's unnatural. Exactly. Um, and yeah. there's and there's different. He has different kind of degrees of it, but you definitely it, like stuff that's unnatural never seems out of place, and it it never seems like it. Can, it may be unexpected, but it doesn't seem. You know, like it just shouldn't be there, and uh, yeah, it's it's also just this balance of having it always really grounded as well. Like you're just you're grounded in in heroes' reality, but you're always kind of there. I think that's kind of the cool thing too is that, um, like, despite the fact that most of his videos kind of bring in some kind of a surreal component, every time I start watching a new one, I think, okay, this one's not going to have one. And and they, they usually do, but there's something about that. Uh, there's always that element of surprise, even though we, by now we should expect it. But uh, there's something about the way he executes it, where you still think that maybe this one won't have uh, someone falling from the middle of the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like in in sober. Uh, like by the yeah. time dubs are coming out of Donald Glover's pockets, like that's obviously unexpected, but it doesn't seem you're not like taken aback aback by it. No, because you right. you can't you're not thinking oh that doesn't happen in this universe. You're just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. Um, and so, how would you guys rank this in the, in the general hero uh, uh, canon? Gosh, I started to try to think of things in those terms right now. And first of all, I don't think it's fair to uh, any of the videos. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're all so, so unique uh, in a way. But I, I feel like this is really, really strong. I think this is going to end up being, for me, um, the most memorable of the last three. Um, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. But it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say what's, which ones are going to really stick with you over time because, you know, um, if, if when all the videos came out, I don't think I would have been quite as drawn to the Sober video uh, as I was to some of the other Gambino ones. But Sober has kind of really ended up standing out to me as as my favorite of the Gambino group of videos that he's done. So it's hard to really ever know. Uh, I think like this close to them. Um, what really stands out with this one for me um, in comparing uh, Mirai videos is the simplicity of this one. This one's it's really stripped back and and not technically simple, but just conceptually, uh, it's almost like po- it's very poetic. It's it's really it's really something. Yeah, it mirrors it mirrors sober a lot in that way. Mm-hmm. Sober mm-hmm. sober packs a lot in, but it just it just really kind of slowly gives it to you. Yeah, it's uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it, it Doug, your point about things sticking with you is exactly correct because 
it, it is some some surprising what kind of sticks with you and what like if you're you know hey I want to watch some music videos like what do you want to watch like for me the one that I never thought really would but is one that I keep returning to is the gold by Chet Faker video that mm-hmm. hero yeah game, which Super is just good. it's one of those ones that on multiple viewings has kind of a new thing every time for me um, and there's some that I like you know the first the first viewing I'm kind of blown away not necessarily hero my videos but just in general where I don't really feel the need to return to them and I'm not exactly sure what uh, what the qualities of that um, or, or for instance like All Right from last year you know a video that was on many people's almost everybody's top whatever list and, and for many videos topped it like when I first saw it you know I, I was I didn't really think anything of it honestly and then um, kind of definitely grew on me so so it's, it's like you know in music in a way you know you can hear a, a, a song you know the first time, never even think of it, and then you know, a week later, you're you're listening to it on repeat. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, videos that we watched a million times, we should uh, talk about this Nick Jonas video because I watched it like all day Saturday. <laughs> all right, let's let's first of all let's talk about why you spent one day, a whole day, watching one music video. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we Curious. can do that. This so this video this isn't just a sexy video I I with ease I would say that this is the sexiest video of this year like by far I think I don't know where how you guys would uh, categorize this one but this is like an extremely I'll, I'll agree with you on that and I'm also going to say that going forward you're going to be our foremost expert on what's this what's you're going to be the <laughs> our the, our, pol, our pulse on sexy I can uh, we're gonna that. we're gonna go to you and say where does this one rank. Uh, of the three of us, I feel like you have the best perspective on that. And Agreed, so, yeah. um, so Adam, come on, g- more, give us more then. So you've piqued uh, our interest. Uh, sure. I'll break down the video. So this, this video is by Nick Jonas of the, uh, formerly of the Jonas brothers fame. And, uh, this is kind of, I guess you could say his more adult sound. So on it, he's sort of exploring some different styles now. And in this video, oh, he's doing um, some exploring. Oh. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> uh. As is Toblo. She's also doing some exploring here, which is uh, all part of the fun. So, this video is directed by uh, Tim Aram, and like I said, it also features Toblo, and it's kind of like a, a modern pop uh, duet, so it's not like a ballad, but it's a, a faster song, and um, they're both featured equal time in the video, and sort of, I guess, the setup is that um, they are both in this, is this like an airplane hangar of some sort? I would say yeah, it looks or, like it, yeah, because they're rounded. They're this kind of the it's got a little bit of round to the ceiling. So yeah, possibly yeah, some sort of warehouse airplane hangar thing. Very very high ceilings. Right, right. So basically, they're both seated on chairs facing each other, um, and as the video progresses, they sort of you can tell that there's like a romantic spark between the two of them, and they're sort of trying to caress each other or get closer to each other. And then at sort of the key moments of the song, they're actually pushed apart by some invisible force, um, and this is also the force that eventually disrobes them. So their clothes start to kind of like just tear away, and you've got kind of the, the two things are happening um, all at once until they're both basically uh, in their underwear. 
Um, and uh, one thing that I was thinking of while I was watching the video, especially in the final moments when they actually do share a kiss, was how often on the podcast we remark on like sort of videos that have two artists that uh, have to kiss or, or you know partake in some kind of intimacy, and it's usually really awkward. This video has absolutely none of that. This is like a genuine, I think, a genuine uh, kind of a chemistry going on here. Very believable. And uh, I oh. just thought the whole... Adam, do you th- yeah, do go you, ahead, Adam. Do you, th- do you think they f- they fucked in real life? <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't I don't know that, Adam. But if they had, if that happened, Adam after Alexander, this- you're supposed to be our fucking expert on <laughs> sexy. You are, the, you are the you are north of the wall for a reason. Um, this, is, this is some believable chemistry. So this is like a good performance. I'm not saying they're gonna date or they fucked after the shoot. What I'm saying is that this is a very this is a very good video. This has got some genuine uh, sparks, I think. I I will agree okay. with that. I will I will be on I will I will come to your side, Adam, on the sexy side, <laughs> um, and and agree that this is this is a sexy video. And and uh, Tovlo is is a sexy lady because she seems kind of messed up. So that's kind of sexy. And motherfucking Nick Jonas is a sexy man. Nick, it, this is like an equal part. This is like it's tough. This is like fifty fifty sexy. <laughs> What do, you think of the, what do you think of the style choices that they've gone with for like the like the style of their um, clothes once they're all torn away is very muted. Uh, what do you, what did you think of that choice? Uh, somewhat uh, really resembles the the stuff we've been seeing in the Sia videos. Um, I, I, I thought that the, exact the same thing, color. Yeah, yeah, and even the choreography was sort of uh, uh, a little bit reminiscent of uh, some of the stuff we see from uh, Ryan Huffington. And what did you what did you think of the um, um, VFX? I liked them. I thought they were really cool. I, I didn't expect them at first, so uh, I like when the clo- just the way the clothes kind of just the pieces of clothing sort of fill the air around them. And uh, there's lots of little touches that I thought were really interesting. Yeah, I wonder if they did some of this practically and they actually are ripping them back and forth from each other in some kind of rig or with some kind of rig or uh, something or, you know, what's what's going on here. That would be cool. That would be cool to that'd be cool if they really got like Nick Jonas and Tovlo on these like bungees or something. <laughs> and they did, and they did some of this practically. Uh, I'd be curious to know. It'd be interesting. Did you guys um, did you guys just watch it once? Am I, the, am I the only binging binger of this? So hold on. No, go ahead, Fairham. I was just I say I did, I watched it once, but I, I kind of just scrubbed different parts to kind of watch some different parts again. Mm. You know, well, so. um, Adam Alexander, how much of the natural chemistry between Nick Jonas and Tove Lowe led to you watching it multiple times? How many of those? Uh, how many hours of your full day of viewing this video um, were? Be- <laughs> were a result of their chemistry. Well, I would say that 100% of my hours rewatching this video were a result of the chemistry. I bought in I bought into the wizardry, the magic of music video. I have wow. I, I, have to, I, I find <laughs> Tovlo to be a sexy lady. Uh, I got a little bit of a like a post-apocalyptic society vibe from their clothing um, that mm-hmm. I didn't get from the Sia uh, the, the, the Sia clothing. It just seemed like they just wanted to be dressed in, in, in dirty underwear and see see videos. This seemed to be like a little. <laughs> Like even the sweater, the sweater that Big Jonas is wearing before they they get disrobed, um, 
and and the fact that it's in such an industrial place, I could see some. So, one interesting question I think you can always ask about a sexy music video, a sexy pop music video, is um, uh, how much erotic fan fiction do you think is about there on the net about this? <laughs> um, and I, oh man, I could see a lot of backstory stuff being written about this. This is like a, this is erotic fanfic in the making right here. This is this is the cat depth for that. It's funny that you talk about how you guys talk about how much you find Tovlo attractive. It's I feel like even like immediately after watching this video, you can take me into a police station and have a lineup of, of women and, and be like, which one is Tovlo? And I'd be like, I don't know. That really would be the one in really. their underwear. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, like if it was like similarly, you know, like uh, similarly aesthetic, like if, the, if it was women who look similar, like I wouldn't be able to pick hmm. her up. Um, I find she has a very distinctly European look. Like I find I, she definitely stands out to me. I couldn't, I just, the, I would like put her in a room with uh, with Jessica Alba and some people like I, I would get lost in those types of looks, Jessica Alba looks. But yeah, she jumps out to me. Okay. Cool. We have we're, we have we we all live different lives. <laughs> we did come together over this music video fire once a week. But she she's not like she doesn't have like a very distinctive face. So some it's like like you know there's different like kind of spectrum of distinctive faces I think in terms of pop music and Tovlo definitely just kind of looks like a regular person. Like Taylor Swift even with or without makeup looks very distinctive. Like she she has a very not odd but a very distinctive face. Um, yeah, same- well, you know, Beyonce does, and and uh, you know, and and, uh, and Ariana Grande. I, I feel like all of these, all of these women are are very distinct and unique. But I just, I just watched a music video with Tovlo two minutes ago. We were talking about it, and I <laughs> right now forget what she looks like. I don't could know also, no, I don't uh, know what it's about. Yeah, it could also lights. have something to do with, uh, like, I mean, I, I'm definitely seen all of Tovlo's videos multiple times, like lots of times. Maybe I have more exposure to her. Whereas like you've seen Beyonce lots, maybe it's just something to do with that. I remember you didn't pick out Sky Ferreira from that one movie. Um, <laughs> she's, where, the, she's the fucking star. the like main lady. But, <laughs> right, to my right. credit, so she's, maybe it's just an exposure is, to the artist. She has, that, she has black hair in the movie though, to my credit. So, <laughs> okay. And she's, and she's a handcuffed to a sink and I've never seen Sky Ferreira in those situations. So, who knows? Ariana Grande could be in an astronaut suit with the visor down. You'd still recognize this Ariana Grande. She's one of the most <laughs> distinctive people. I think she's yeah. like she's what these three feet tall or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, just just a qu- real quick, Adam Fairhome. You mentioned there were moments in this video that you scrubbed back to watch again. Was one of those moments when you saw like a pretty pretty significant part of Nick Jonas's upper thigh? Is that one of the parts that you kind of scrubbed back through? Because that was a big moment for me. I mean, more for me was the part where you could kind of see uh, Nick Jonas's face close up and his, in you know, his kind of inability to grow a full beard and remind that he's like what <laughs> he's like what like he's like maybe fifteen. I think he's he's sixteen. I think was the was one of the Jonas Brothers things like promise rings and shit like not Absolutely. not fucking. I think so. yeah, it was. Man, yeah. what yeah, what a, yeah, it totally was. What a life we live. Um, uh, and, so. Do, Anybody can change. Anybody can change. Yeah, right. uh, change a purity, the- purity ring, not a promise ring. Oh, okay. I don't know the difference. Nick Jonas, I don't know. completely different. He's twenty-three years old. Yeah. Wow. 
Congratulations. Not 15 or 16. No. I'm really proud of for him for making this far. And he's from Dallas, Texas. You want me? I can read some more information from his. Uh... Nope. I think we've. I think we've. Ha- <laughs> I think we've had enough. I think we've had enough. Uh, do we got time for one more video? Yeah. Let's. So uh, we have two choices. Um, Doug, why don't why don't uh, you do the honors? Okay. I want to talk about nothing by Tesla Boy. <sighs> Good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, this speaking of dirt, kind of. Nobody wears the white underwear in music videos. Just, just. <laughs> I don't want the off-white stuff. Just go with the just, just the regular white. Well, I think the issue is color correction. Mm. Oh, you know what? That's a very good point. I never, knew, I didn't even think of that. Uh, Doug, you want to take us through this, this video? This vid? It's a very, yeah, it's a very interesting video. Um, so the basic concept is um, the the main character of this video is this uh, woman on house arrest, um, and what would you call these two people that come to kind of interview her? Uh, psychiatrists? Psycholo- or- I would say psychologists. I think. Okay, psychologists. They're there to study her. Right. Right. With they're a very not specific there- purpose. They're not there to help her. Right. They're just right. there to study, uh, and they're there to study her because it it appears as if she, uh, and it's slowly revealed throughout the video. Um, well, or, uh, I guess we'll reveal through our explanation is that, you know, they kind of, they, they've got her there on the couch. They've got a, they're filming her, um, with a, a very chill VHS camcorder. Um, and they've given her this kind of like human size doll, uh, like no, exp- like no facial expressions at all. Like, t- like take a crash test dummy and dial the human back about five notches. <laughs> and that's what you've got here with this, with this doll, like really strange proportions, like five fingers, but like everything else is just like basically, you know, in the, in the thumbnail, um, for the video that she's sitting on the couch with it and it's basically made out of the same material the couch is. It's just this really like if if you <laughs> if you like, material. Yeah, like if you if you like got an Airbnb and you walked into the Airbnb and there was something like this there, uh, whether the person was staying there or not, uh, you would definitely not stay at this Airbnb. <laughs> so uh, so there's a, so that's what this thing is. And they're kind of like telling her like Show us on the doll what your relationship was like with uh, with I, I don't remember the name, but it's like with your it's what you were to assume is her boyfriend or husband or you know significant other. Um, so basically, it seems like they're they're looking for her to reenact some key moments that uh, likely have led her to be on house arrest. Um, and her reenactment is heavily based on dance. She dances around with this doll um throughout the video uh and then it's i I guess i won't say the reveal but she dances around with the doll and it's like her performance is incredible the the girls um played by jane lorna sullivan jay lorna sullivan um and the video is directed by ryan patrick our boy um and uh, yeah, her, her her performance is fantastic. The concept and in the video, like it kind of plays out in a really fun and interesting way. Uh, it gets it gets pretty weird in the like third third <laughs> act of the video. Things get things get really fun and interesting. Um, but it's, I just found this video to be really really entertaining um, and and creative, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, they probably couldn't have casted a better person. She's perfect for this role. Just. Uh, her look, I, it's hard to describe, but she's just perfect. 
It, she's definitely like a like she's not a intimidating looking person. She doesn't um, and but like there is some kind of like implications that she might have been a darker violent. side. Yeah, 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 exactly. And as the vi- and as the choreography and video kind of play out, um, that's that stuff starts to intensify. Uh, and it, and as her d- does her performance, but she looks very kind of like. You know, not not violent, not not intimidating, and uh, and you know, kind of innocent is not a nice or a good word, but like I'm trying to think of like she just doesn't look like she's gonna fuck you up. She looks like um, Tom York's daughter. I don't, I don't know what, and she doesn't okay. look like Sky Ferrera. Sky because Sky Ferrera would fuck you up definitely. That's right. All right, you, Adam, you know what Tom York is right? The <laughs> yeah. Radiohead, Radiohead. Man. he's got like a he's got a specific look to him, kind of like a mousy kind of guy. Um, this looks like this. If you told me this, hey, this is Tom York's daughter, I'd be like, yep. Um, remember, yeah, Doug, you remember? Do you remember Tom York's music video, the Lotus Flower? Lotus Flower. Is that the one where he's just like flailing? Yeah, yeah. flailing in a, in a yeah. That's uh, that's Tom York. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I know who Tom York is. I just, oh, okay. I thought he you doesn't have an actual. No, no, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought he had an actual daughter, and this looks like an actual person. Mm-hmm. But you, like, you're saying that this looks, she looks like a young lady version of Tom York. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, okay. I, um, my favorite moment of this video is so the the two characters that are play the psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever are kind of funny. It's like they're older. They're you know they look like they're in their sixties. Oh, and yeah. there's this moment where like so she goes all over the house to reenact this. Um, and this moment where she's in like a dining room, kind of reenacting some sort of conversation, and the camera pans over to the hallway, and <laughs> the, the the two people are like, it's very difficult to describe, kind of shuffle dancing down yeah. the hallway. And this is the only time yeah. in the video where they dance. And it yeah, is, the rest of the time it's just her dancing, and it's totally inexplicable. But I love their dance move because the guy, like the it's a it's a male and a female, and the guy. It was like bald with like a goatee and like a, a white turtleneck and a blue blazer. It just it's it's hilarious. I love that moment. It's such a good moment. No, yeah. I, I feel like I've I've seen maybe both of them in videos before. They like they seemed familiar. Okay, we should get their names in the DB and see if we run any of those we've, matches. Uh, yeah, we've got them. Sorry, I just didn't credit them. I haven't credited them yet, but um, it's uh, uh, where are they here? Um. Uh, Sal G. Pa and Miriam uh, Maldabal. Hmm. Mm, you know, our pals Sal G. Pa. <laughs> Sal and Miriam. You guys are the best. Uh, so, yeah, this is a great uh, this is a great video. I love this this video. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Ryan is a, 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 definitely our boy. You got to check out his videos on the site. Yeah. Um, he has uh, Orna by Ty Dollar Sign is a, a great video. Um, yeah. So, you guys, I think we probably did it. God, it feels like we did it. And Doug, so we before we go, we gotta we gotta make sure people go and check out your awesome interview at South by Southwest with Andrea Allen interviewing um, Saman Kesh. That is oh yeah, episode, the other the other podcast I do, episode three of the Vimeo podcast. Excellent episode, Saman, who has been on this podcast um, and who uh, is. It won South by Southwest the music video category when I went a few years ago, and I think he went back to back. Right, that was his second win. 
Um, he has. He, has one he it was his second. It was his second win, but he won in 2010. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, it was it was, a, it was a double, but it wasn't consecutive. Yeah, right. consecutive. But he basically gets in almost every year. Um, um, and so, Doug, how how has been doing been the, doing the Vimeo podcast been going? It's been great, I think. And um, yeah, it's, uh, what I love about the Saman pod- podcast is so at the end of the Vimeo podcast, we do a little thing called Vimeo Secrets, where everyone reveals a secret. Um, and back in one of a, the like in the type of podcast that Saman was on for, we had like a little segment at the end of each episode that we called Picks of the Week, mm-hmm. and where we would pick a video and talk about it. It was back when the podcast was very interview based. And in both versions of like the dumb ending segment that the podcast that Saman has been on, he's like leveled up those segments. So if you remember, uh, um, oh, on, now I remember. Yeah. yeah. So so on the Vimeo podcast, like for his Vimeo secret, he called his mom. He's like, I don't call my mom enough, and I'm gonna call her right now. And he called her on speakerphone. So for ours, the ours, the ours, the way it worked is like. We would do an interview and then kind of like go out of the interview. We'd play music in between and then it would just be me and you again. And we would do our picks of the week. And normally we would record those things months later. We'd record the interview and then like a month and a half would go by and be like, oh, let's let's record the shell for this and put it out. And uh, so this time we didn't do it that way. We did our picks right away and we pretended Saman was gone. And then he was and he like. Like I picked one of his videos. What did we do? I picked uh, one of his videos and I like explained it wrong. And he's like, "I'll just do it." And he like did my pick of the week for me. And what he like he like did. he just sort of appeared, like broke back in, and we we're like, "Oh, yeah, right. right, you're still here." It was yeah, yeah. Like it was like he shouldn't have been there. Like it was the expectation that he wasn't supposed to still be there. That's the that was, that uh, was it was funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. So here's the thing: go listen to six episodes prior to Saman, just so you really get an idea of what it's all about, and then listen to the Saman episode of the um, IMBDB podcast. Back then it was called something related to Filmed Insert. Who knows what the name of our podcast was back then. And I don't even know. You won't find it under Simon Kesh. Oh, you will find it, but just you'll say him saying Kesh of ours and us saying Kesh Oh, of man. Ours. What a world. Oh, what a time to be alive. Um, Adam, you can find you at fringemusicfix.com.net.org and I believe dot, uh, dot .gov? Are you at filmedinsert.gov oh, yeah. as well? Uh, yeah, I'm running for president. Oh wow! Well, a Canadian and, president, right? Well, that, yeah, I'll be prime minister, but I'm running for both. Nice, American prime minister, Canadian president. That's a bad joke. <laughs> it's. It, I mean, it's a rare. Do- it's. It's called the. It's called the double. The double stack. Yeah. Well, um, the d- <laughs> it's never been. It's never been done. But if, Adam, if anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be you. Yeah, the double. <laughs> the double stack. It's a chicken sandwich with no bun and. <laughs> Uh. That's double down. Um, oh right. So, so <laughs> I'm gonna double down on the end of this podcast. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, and keep watching those music videos. Keep watching the skis. Uh. <laughs>